This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Thursday, March 1st, 2012. I'm Caleb Brown. As President Obama gears up to battle for re-election, it's worth re-evaluating the money that is still being spent in this so-called stimulus bill. Hundreds of billions of dollars aimed at alleviating a steep recession. Garrett Jones is BB&T professor for the study of capitalism at the Mercatus Center and a professor of economics at George Mason University. We spoke yesterday. The New York Times headline reads a little like... uh, perhaps an Obama campaign press release. At least it echoes the sentiment of President Obama pretty much since the very beginning of talk about the stimulus in late 2008, early 2009. The headline is, Stimulus is Maligned, but Options Were Few. And it goes back through some of the uh, arguments about the stimulus that occurred in, uh, in 2008, 2009, and arguments that continue today. Sure. I mean, as a matter of politics, it may be true that their options were few, right? Any politician coming into the into power in the middle of a crisis feels like they have to do something, right? So whether you're in the American left or the American right, probably somebody was going to put out some kind of bill. Um, it would have been big, um, no matter what. But as a matter of economics, the question is, what what did the stimulus really cost us? And there, I think we can say that people are, economists are a bit more skeptical of the power of government spending to stimulate the economy than we were a couple years ago. I can't say most of the profession agrees with me, but I think we've shaded down our estimates. And here's one reason. This is built on some work I did at the Mercatus Center um, with uh, Dan Rothschild. And we sent out surveys to uh, uh, thousands of nonprofits, construction firms, other private firms, and government agencies that hired folks during this during with this uh, stimulus money. And we asked the workers, before you got this job, before you got this stimulus-funded job, uh, what were you doing? And about half the people, 46% of the respondents to our survey said, oh, we came over from another job. Only about 40% said they were hired from the unemployment lines, and then there were a few in some other categories. So basically, uh, as we know in real life when you're trying to hire people, the best person for the job often already has one. And when we interviewed people in a separate part of the study, what we learned was these folks, these whether it was nonprofits or government contractors, they were under no legal pressure, no institutional pressure to hire the unemployed as far as we could tell. So they did what a normal business person would do, what a normal hiring person, normal person hiring would do, which is find the best person for the job. And a lot of the people applying came from someplace else. So a lot of um, free market folks correctly note that when the government borrows money to fund stimulus, it pulls it out of the private sector, and that might cost you something. What we found is when the government hires people, it's pulling people out of the private sector. Um, I'd been thinking for a while that that our profession was too optimistic about stimulus and that some of our recent studies had shown that uh, the short-run benefits were actually smaller than people thought 10 or 20 years ago. And I, I had a hunch that the profession would come around, and since then, I, th- I think it's safe to say we have. So even the Congressional Budget Office, right, the people who are supposedly the nonpartisan folks who score the, the projected benefits of government spending, um, they downgraded their beliefs about stimulus. They now believe that it's possible, that they're low end of their estimate, they now believe it's possible that an extra dollar of government spending actually shrinks the private sector by about 50 cents. So this is something... Uh, it's a big change from the way they looked at things a few years ago, and I, I hope we keep this idea going forward. The idea that stimulus is shrinking the private sector, that the government hires away valuable resources, is something that we really have to keep in mind. And that is really before we even get into an argument about whether 
uh, this capital is being allocated appropriately. Exactly. So even if the government is doing something valuable, right, the government could be doing something valuable, possibly, right? There's some bridges we need. There are some police officers most of us want. Um, but what we need to keep in mind is that we're pulling those people away from something else they would have done. Um, we actually had some contractors tell us if we hadn't been working on this stimulus project, we would have, we would have had our guys working on something else. So there really is an opportunity cost. The machines and equipment could have been used on something else, and the workers could have been used on some other projects. The uh, term that the president used, that Larry Summer used, uh, Summers used, that uh, Christina Romer used, saved or created. Mm-hmm. Uh, the administration sort of abandoned that in, in 2010, but uh, is there anything – how do you get your hands around a term like that? Well, they, they did it um, – they tried a few different ways. And um, to their credit in their paperwork, when you read the details, they are honest. And they say, look, ultimately we just went with number of person hours working on government jobs. We just counted up how many person hours were working on, people were working on either as government employees or as government contractors. We, they just added it up. So at one point, a reporter inspired by our research, a reporter from the Fiscal Times, actually called up both the folks at recovery.gov and at the GSA and asked them, of all these jobs created or saved, do you have any estimates of how many of these people quit another job to take the government job? And they said, no, we have no estimates on that. So even in their own numbers, um, they're not doing the, the basic economic thinking of asking what would have happened otherwise. In your research, then, did you find that uh, or could you draw a conclusion about uh, the stimulus money that went effectively to hiring people from other jobs? Was that effectively then a transfer to those people's salaries? Well, I would, I would say that there was a lot of job shifting going on. Right? So it, we went from a world where these folks were making money in the private sector or perhaps on another government contract, and they switched over to earning money from the stimulus bill. So you know, to these folks, you know, government jobs often have great benefits. Um, people got big wage increases. For them, it's nice. You know, it's a great deal. As most of us know, working on a government contract is often a little bit cushier than working in the private sector. Um, so for them, a nice deal. Um, taxpayers are going to be paying for that uh, many years down the road. Now, um, one question would be when the economy gets in a period of weakness, when, when we're in a slump, um, is it reasonable for the government to you know, have some plans on the books? Uh, is that a reasonable time to go out and hire a bunch of folks? I think in, in, in principle it could be uh, if the government – Right now, government contracts, most of us know, government contracts are required to pay more or less union wages. We call it the Davis-Bacon Act that requires government contractors to earn these union wages. If we suspended that, and we then, then actually we might look at recessions as pretty reasonable times for the government to go out and say, hey, the private sector isn't using these workers. Um, now might be a good time to do some maintenance and repair work on our bridges. Now might be a, time, a good time to throw up that government building we were thinking about. So. Recessions could be decent times to hire workers on the cheap and get taxpayers good value for their dollar. In recessions, though, uh, the first workers to go are the zero marginal productivity workers, right? On average, um, firms do seem to let go their weakest workers during the during recessions. Yeah, so that that that's certainly a, a caution. Um, so then then the question is, are you getting lower quality workers uh, when you go out there hiring? Uh, a reasonable question. 
But the, do we trust our government, um, the folks who set up government contracts, to actually pick through and find good folks? A good question. You know, the, the real business cycle approach to recession says that recessions are just bad times to do stuff in general. And if they are, then that would be an argument against government construction as well as an argument against uh, private sector activity. The New Republic uh, recently has revealed uh, a memo. This was a memo that uh, Christina Romer wrote sort of making suggestions about the relative size of the stimulus, how big it should be. Uh, her original suggestion was $1.8 trillion, but just to be cautious, she included smaller numbers as well. Her thought was the stimulus should wipe out the gap between potential GDP and what we expect G GDP to be and uh, put us back on a path to steady growth. And uh, of course, this was not the size of the stimulus that was passed. It was less than half of that, uh, more like a third of that. Uh, how do you evaluate that? Now, um, what, what got some attention in the media is that uh, Larry Summers, who criticized uh, the Romer plan, uh, Larry Summers said, well, this isn't politically viable. But also in the same memo, uh, Larry Summers makes the economic point that there just aren't that many high value jobs that the government can fund on short notice. And to, be, to make that good economic point, I, I have to applaud him for that. So um, I, I'm sure a lot of uh, folks um, on the free market right, like myself, aren't always huge fans of Larry Summers. But on this point, he made the political point. OK, he had to make that. The economic point is one well worth remembering, that the government finds it hard to spend a lot of money efficiently on short notice. And we should find, the, find those quotes that he, that he used in that memo and remember those and recycle them the next time this kind of uh, jobs plan comes around. Garrett Jones is the BB&T professor for the study of capitalism at the Mercatus Center and a professor of economics at George Mason University. You can read more on the effects of the stimulus at our website, cato.org.